Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hi, welcome to the Modern Waiter podcast. I'm Marlon Joseph, the Modern Waiter, where we discuss all things restaurant business. Learn something. Laugh at something. (laughs) On today's episode, we teach you how to deal with difficult managers. But first... I'm tired of working dead beat jobs for lame pay. I'm tired of getting fired and hired the same day. If you know the rules of the game, then you'll stay. And if you don't, then you'll be a pawn while they play. I'm tired of working dead beat jobs for lame In pay. studio, we are joined by Omar Iraso. He's back. Oh, What's up, brother? Morning. Good morning. Good morning. Thank you so much for having me back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Uh, so we're talking about management today. Yeah, as <laughs> usual, I'm joined by my good friend, Danny DeVilla. What's up, what's up, what's up, people? Firstly, I I, I want to thank uh, Sin City Waferer on Instagram for recommending this topic. He requested it, and it's right up my alley. Omar, tell me about the time you've had a difficult manager. Well, I'll, I'll tell you this. I, I, I've, I've been in the restaurant industry for a long time. Mm-hmm. Out of all that time... of my time has been as a server or bartender, let's say, and then the 75% has been in management. So I honestly have probably more of a a view of the management aspect than us, but I'm also very observant all the time. Uh, But, you know, I would tell you that managers are that are any good are few and far between. And I'll give you, for instance, like in the big chains, generally, the general manager is the only competent one in the building. The moment that that guy walks out the building, everything else just like it's like there's a a, a breath of like a, a sigh of like relief. And then everybody goes back to doing everything that they don't normally do you know, well, they go, oh, we don't have to do that anymore. He's not here. He's not. But even from the management down, from the systems down, they're all, you know, you know, for the most part, they're bad. It's usually, you know, there's not a lot. There's not so much training. There's a there's a lot of development from within. Oh, mm-hmm. you worked as a server one day. Oh, so it's, you know how this works. So now you can lead people. And that's mm-hmm. not how things work. You got to be a leader, yeah. which is real, real rough to do. And people don't understand it. So people overshoot as well. They're the one that comes into the building. And they're high-fiving you. And we're, we're going to have drinks and stuff. And you definitely don't want that. But you don't want the guy that doesn't even acknowledge you or woman to that acknowledge you to say hello or you know it should be somewhere in the middle where hey we're we were respectful of each other i feel like um it's kind of like a marriage right um when two people get married sometimes one person has a different idea of what marriage is and the other person has a different mm-hmm. idea of what marriage is same thing with the expectations of what a leader is mm-hmm. you know they some some managers have that oh because i said so um style Mentality. and that doesn't always work with and it definitely doesn't work with everyone no so in this episode we're going to walk you through the difficult uh the several ways you can navigate through uh, a difficult uh boss (laughs) okay danny have you uh can you recall uh of course 
<laughs> Anything you want to elaborate before we continue? Uh, there's plenty. I mean, we've had plenty. So I'll, I'll kind of just jump in throughout the, the, the show and kind of interject. But I mean, I just, I agree with what you're saying completely. And it's just a matter of, you know, a good manager has, can see situations and stuff like that before they happen. It can, can kind of judge this, you know, who he's dealing with and all the above. Now, if you're going to be one to way directly, then it's not going to work for you regardless. Yeah. Okay, so the format of the show today, um, you know, later on I'm going to discuss ways in which you can be likable to anyone. Yeah. But as we deal with difficult bosses, I'll talk to you about my um, tricks or tips or whatever the case may be. And then we just kind of round table sure. each from there. So I think the first phase that, that has helped, the first phrase that has helped me through, whether it's uh, management or, or relationships or friendships is the phrase that says, no one has to change to suit me. You're not going to change your boss. No. Your boss is your boss. He has the power. And in their mind, they're there for a reason. And they've gotten to where they are for a reason. So once you realize that you're not going to change someone, then you there's things that you could do that are effective that you not necessarily can change, but can adapt to. Yeah. All right? The manager could be a micromanager or the, or your boyfriend could be or girlfriend could be a smoker or or a volatile person. That's mm-hmm. that's just is how it is. And it's important to understand that uh, they're not going to be that way all the time. You the goal is to not have them be that way with you. OK, you got to manage your managers. <laughs> you, you do <laughs> in a way. But um no. I, I, if I can interject, I, I think that the best, the, 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 at least for me, as a, from a server aspect, you got to gauge what that manager is. So yeah, exactly. I like, I like, consi- so I mean by managing if your manager. you're a prick, I'm fine with you being a prick. Yeah. You better be a, don't, but don't, don't go and be nice one day and then mm. you feel like you've gotten to a certain spot and then you're back to being a prick again. Make, maintain that consistency yeah. throughout because then that way you can handle because you got the manager that this is for the prick, but, but you know, you can trust them to fix computer issues, right? Or, or you got the one that, but he's got terrible uh, guest skills. Yeah. yeah. So now you know who to go to the other guy that has uh, the other avenues that the might be. Skills, so you yeah. have to mm-hmm. basically figure out who these individuals are and have them suit my Your needs. needs. Absolutely. Or, yeah. You know, yeah. that's how I would look at it. Yeah, so I think number one and number two go hand in hand, right? So when you realize that, you know, no one has to change to suit you. And mm-hmm. um, I, I don't even mind, like you say, a prick. Just be a consistent prick. Yeah, be, yeah. be consistent. You know, the erratic people and you don't know which who, who, who you're going to get coming in one day or the other. That, oh, my that's, gosh. That that's is brutal. The, that's the worst individual is the one that you don't know who's going to show up today. <laughs> and tell me, I've had, I've had managers that I go... Who's gonna be here today? And we like joke around about you know about how because it's so obvious that the erratic, emotional, and emotional ones are the worst. Yeah. Because you don't even know why they're they're not upset about anything going on in that business. It's probably something like again, like all of us have yeah, personal have lives. Life, yeah. And, yeah. And you know they have they deal with the same things. And 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 I'm telling you, most of the time it's like, oh my god, you gotta please. Today's a difficult day. We gotta get through this. I, I'm gonna need I'm gonna need a 100 for me, <laughs> <laughs> and not the other way around. Because in theory, that's what they should be telling us. Yes. But in theory, that's what we're doing with them is treating them like they're, you know. Yeah. So we're going to lead into number two, okay. which is to learn to understand your boss. Not necessarily get to know them, but you have to understand them. You know, know what's important to them. 
learn how to speak their language. Most managers in particular, they have one, like restaurant business in particular, they have one or two things that are very important to them. Yeah. Whether it's like, during the shift yes, or yeah, exactly. like something on the floor and you walked by it and mm-hmm. you didn't pick it up mm-hmm. or um, coasters or, or BevNaps on the table or greet time mm-hmm. or, or maybe guest complaints or guest compliments. Observe what is important to them and and just focus on satisfying one, those one or two things and they'll move on to somebody else. Yes, yes. You know, you're just not that you don't occur on their radar yeah, at all. The key is to be off the radar. Yeah. Yes. But, that, yeah, but, but like you said earlier, that really applies, you know, throughout your entire life, not just in management, but in just your regular day to day life. See what people. Oh, you like that. I'm a, I, I, now I know you like that. I'm going to get that because certain people don't divulge a lot of these things. So like there's Correct. certain people that you even you want to buy them a gift or something that but you don't even know that they haven't opened up enough mm-hmm. for even to know what that is. And that that's a really the hardest part of it is figuring out what people want from you. Because yes. they're not telling you, or, or the other stuff is a little too obvious. Oh, obviously, you want me to be good to the guest. You know, oh, I got that. Yes. But the other things that they want in particular are the ones that they really don't verbalize. And we're going to pin that because that is one of the, late, the later steps. Okay. Yeah, for sure. So keep that in mind. And that is very, very important. But definitely you need to understand your boss and and what's important to them and tick those boxes mm-hmm. you know and, and it's it's almost like an intelligence test for you you know if you know that this is what their pet peeves are this is what they concentrate on you know it could be 10 things but there's usually just one or two things yeah, that, that, that they that's primary. that's primary to yeah, them and absolutely. it's it's trivial you know i had a manager that was like if you don't if you didn't have coasters on your table mm-hmm. or or if you just walk by and so i just pick up you know paper off the floor which you should anyway but if they notice that they associate that with you being Mm -hmm. like okay i don't have to worry about this guy you know so it's an intelligence test be intelligent and and learn to understand you don't have to get to know them not at this step but understand them so number three uh this little number three is what i call um there is no spoon Right. Mm-hmm. So you remember from the Matrix. Absolutely. And uh, when he goes into the, the room and the kids are doing all these things and they're bending spoons and the, the he tries to bend the spoon and the kid goes, try not to bend the spoon. Instead, Just try to realize the truth. No spoon. And he's like, what is the truth? There is no spoon. So and then he said, when you realize there is no spoon, it is you that bends. Mm-hmm. And that's basically the reminder for number three. It is you that bends. You you you. you it's important for you to change your mental attitude towards your 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 difficult boss because um, others only echo what you whisper to them in silence. So when you're mentally arguing and mentally challenging someone, you know, maybe at home and you're like this effing guy and this whatever, they feel that vibration and they, they respond to it mm-hmm. and they challenge it. But if you change your overall, you know, Approach. your yeah, your overall um, demeanor towards them, even mentally, they respond to that as well. So you're the one that has to bend your uh, change your attitude a lot of times, and it's just your attitude. You don't change who you are, but it's your attitude that matters. When when you're when they say something and you think you're you're responding to them just you know in a calm voice or whatever, but they feel we all. Yeah. We're so sensitive to the tone and that, uh, you know, the slight things. And you, you may be doing that. 
I agree with you 100%. Because I, I think I, I do that all the time. Like, I tell you, it's like, because it's more like, even killed, even killed, even killed. And then when I'm like, I go, no, no, listen, we're in trouble here. <laughs> we're in trouble here. And I, I feel like I need to convey to you that this is not a regular situation. And that, yeah. that if you if you see me get to this point, it's that we need to address whatever's going on right, right now. Yeah. There's no more time. We've already, I've exhausted every other avenue. I remember I've had, um, in my 25 years, I've had what I would call two challenging bosses. One right at the beginning, right off the rip, this guy was a crazy person, very um, volatile. Um, he would fly off the handle. But it, I feel like, you know, back then it was a time when, you know, oh, you're lucky to work here type yes. of thing. You know, um, the, they would challenge people in, in such a way. You can't get away with that stuff now, no. you know. And then more recently, I would say within the last four or five years, I've had a difficult one. And, um, and it did help me to change my mental attitude towards him. Never kissed his ass, but I was just, you know, I would treat him like I would treat anyone else. Be pleasant. I'm a positive person. Mm -hmm. And it, it, it eventually turned around. So it, it does work. And these are things that I, I use in, in my, in my daily life. And it's not just for difficult bosses, yeah, but it's, yeah, yeah it, it applies for everyone. So number four, you want to see life from their point of view, right? So managers and owners have a different lens. You know, we go in and we get to clock in and we get to clock out, mm -hmm. you know? So they, we are, if you align our, ourselves with a manager or an owner that's being challenging, you, you, you tend to understand you know, that they have bills, they have the lease, yeah. they have, um, you know, equipment failure, they mm -hmm. have a lot bigger scope of what's going on. And if they're being just kind of top level and very uh, not direct with you and being, being kind of vague, you can maybe understand that they just don't have a lot of um, time yeah. and things like that. So try to try to be a value instead of a problem. Once you once you learn to see from that lens, absolutely. I, I'll tell you this. I I think that's the, one of the bigger issues, especially when 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 newer managers are coming in and people there's 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 different types of servers or, or bartenders or whatever. They're the ones that stay quiet. Listen, let me let me watch, let me see how this pans out. Mm -hmm. And those are the best. Those are the smarters of the bunch. The ones that seem to want to go right over to the manager the first day he walks in through the door, and he's going to tell them about all the challenges the restaurant is suffering. Minute one, oh well, we need to replace this cracked screen, and then this and that. Like, oh, bad. Like, well, we hate that person anyway. Yeah, yeah, no, you're right. <laughs> but I've seen it for people that are veteran. Respected no, I know those kind of people. Yeah. Or bartender or whatever the position may be that they walk in the door acting like you're going to get this person is being flooded. Maybe out of the six things you told him, he might remember a quarter of one and then he's going to dismiss everything else because clearly you like to cry wolf or you like to be over complain about stuff. Yeah, yeah the, the, so can, we, we call those people, me and Molly's calling them, the, they, they, they be drinking that OJ. If that overachiever juice. <laughs> the oh, overachiever the, juice? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, and from my explanation, I, I, that is the most infuriating thing because these are the same people that don't actually do anything to better the situation 
from their part. Yeah. They exactly. want they want they want the manage here are all my problems that I have. Yeah. Manage them for Ma- me. Manage them, <laughs> fix them for me and then get back to me. Yeah. And that's not going to work. That's not, not what they work. want. No, it's not going to work. You have to be of value. Of course. And, and you have to be less of a problem, yeah. you know? It's a, there's a, so many like I guess uh, I don't know puns or uh, you know what's the word? there's a you know there's a solution I'm like at a loss there. there there's a solution for every problem and then we're you have to be a part of that solution and maybe yeah. even quietly you don't have to hey I picked up that piece of paper off the floor. No, just pick it up and, and, yeah, and be yeah, quiet um, about it. Congrats, you did yeah, your that, job. Exactly. That's the way. That's what I'm saying. You need to be like. Don't be a part of the problem. Be a part of the solution. Be, exactly. The, I got there's you. so many of those that I've heard over my life that when they actually apply, it feels so good because I'm mm-hmm. like, oh my God, I've said that. And then finally, kind of, you know, people have seen it. And, you know, and then, and I think that the biggest part is, you know, them showing you what you, instead of do, telling us what to do, showing us how it's done. Hey, you see them picking up the floor, the thing off the floor. Now everybody knows. Leading by example. Leading by example. Absolutely. Yeah. So a lot of that stuff comes into play, but people that just bombard these poor guys that, you know, only again, have a ton of already functions that they have to do. And now, hey, listen, you've added more stuff on my plate. Thank you so much for that. Yeah, true. (laughs) We have uh, number five. Now, you need to take a look at yourself. You know, if you're having a a difficult, um, a challenging time with your boss, some of it might be you. Okay. You know, so check your attitude and your performance and learn to accept feedback gracefully. Absolutely. You know, yeah. so a lot of times we we think that we know what we're doing and but there's always a better way mm-hmm. or just at least be open and you can say the phrase hmm I've never thought of it I had never thought about it that way. Mm-hmm. You know, and that way the other person feels heard. And then you can absorb that. So learn to take feedback gracefully. And, and, then, and then they will also start to listen to your feedback as well. And it, the door opens, you go both ways. Yeah. yeah. It'll be reciprocal. Oh, without a doubt. Because a lot of times when when two people are just Constantly saying stuff, heads, saying yeah. stuff, it's because they they keep going because they haven't, they don't feel like they've been heard, mm-hmm. you know? So listen first before you even speak because... Then the other person will let you go because they have said what they had to say. And um, and life is, you know, that phrase, life is 10% what happens to you and mm-hmm. 90% what you do about it or how you feel mm-hmm. about it. You know, uh, really check yourself and, 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 and look at your performance and say, hey, is there something else? Is there something that I'm doing? It's in rare situations you can have a conversation with your boss. But if you do have that conversation, you have to be that person that's ready for that that feedback yeah. and take it. And then you can make that commitment to say, hey, I hadn't thought about it that way. And you only need to tell me once. I told the boss that one time, like his, they were a micromanager. And I said, you know, what is it that you want me to do? And then they said this. And I said, listen, you will only have to tell me this once. I promise you. Mm. And I didn't tell them how to be. I'm not trying to change them. But if they see my attitude after that, it's because they're kind of breaking my agreement with them. You know, yeah. I'm, you just got to tell me something once and it's done. Yeah. OK, if I if I don't agree with something, I will tell you. But it's really not my my place to really challenge any and everything. Hey, it's their dime. You know, it's their it's their sandbox. They rented me for six hours. I'm going to do it for the most part. <laughs> 
I, I find it that, you know, there's, there's situations like, you know, when you've, you know, I guess reached a certain level or, or tenure at a particular place and there's conflicts that do happen, uh, that you need to talk to the manager. And I've always said, listen, you can, I'll, I'll look at it from a, me being the manager in this particular aspect. You can say whatever you want. I'm going to come into this office and you can say whatever you want. And hopefully at the end of this meeting, we'll, we'll, we'll be the better for it. But don't embarrass me outside. Yeah, that's the thing where people like, well, they they are so emotional about mm. getting their point across. They fly off the hedge at public. that yeah. moment mm-hmm. that they like a guest complained about you or something, and then the, you have to talk to the to the server about it. You know, you want to get their side. And generally, honestly, I think I you the managers and myself in, in that aspect is always sided with them initially, and then I've had to go, oh, I can't. You, you did the wrong thing here. Yeah. I, I go, okay, now I understand now and then you can go from that but my, my always issue has been like I, I had one one girl one a, a, a server and I would I had this is the type of person you give them everything you give them everything and then the moment you got to pull that thing away they don't know how to act and they act improperly mm. and I remember this girl told uh, you know part of my friendship she goes she goes fuck you to be in the dining room there was no guest there, but mm-hmm. there were other employees there. Yeah. Like, oh, man. Now I'm going to have to leave. The, the, I said, <laughs> I really wish you'd have told me that in the office. <laughs> I would have no problem with that because I knew her frustration, whatever it was, yeah. whatever was going on. in her. She was an excellent server. I gave her whatever what she wanted. And, and it was because she was a good server. But this particular time, I was unable to do it. Yeah. And then when you do that, and then I said, no. And then, yeah, I had a fire. Yeah. Because you can't do that. You can't do that out there. She gave you no choice. Course. Absolutely. You had no outs, man. Absolutely. And she knew it. She knew it the moment that she did. She had to look at it. And I gave her the look of like, you put me in a bad spot. <laughs> and then that's it. So that when you, when you say things, it's also very important. Talking about it on the moment that it happens or sometimes even on the night at the end of that shift is too soon. Sometimes you need to say, hey, listen, let, let, can we talk about what happened on yeah. Saturday night on, you know, Monday once everything is cooled off. And then because but everybody's always like clamoring to if I don't don't tell them now if mm-hmm. I don't tell them now and it, you can't have that mentality be calm realize there's another day and that that manager has dealt with this situation a bunch of times and mm-hmm. you're not the first one to make that mistake or be, mis- be misunderstood with what happened yeah so it it, it 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 still with number five it's use your head and not your heart so you're really speaking to that you know really don't lead with your emotions the only thing that I would say that I never leave to another day is if I'm disrespected. Okay. You yeah, know? you shouldn't have done the butt that day. It, yeah, I don't let you go anywhere. You know, you're not leaving the building knowing that you could talk to me like that. Because you you went to bed thinking that you can you can talk to me that way, yeah. and that's like already in the ether, and I will not have it. Uh, that's interesting because what happens is I think that most people. Do you really think that the manager that disrespected you really thought that they disrespected you? Like, I, I think that their mentality, and I know you what you want to do. You want to let them know, hey, listen, you crossed the line. And then I know that you have, you're here up at this level and I'm in here at this level. But there are certain things that I don't, and I can understand that. Mm-hmm. But I can assure you, that person never for a second thought that they were disrespectful. They, I, I, in, my, in my experience, from what I've seen from all the stuff that I've seen. They're mm-hmm. never, you're going to put them on a lie detector. Were you disrespectful to Marlon? They are going to pass every time. And that's that's a re-education thing though, you know, for me anyway, because 
Uh, we'll just go into number yeah. six as well. So hold true to yourself, you know, and what's important to you. That's number six. And it doesn't, it, it means don't, don't bend over and kiss somebody's ass. You really have to evaluate why you're there, how you feel about it, put everything in perspective and, and really make sure that you're able to make agreements. You know what I mean? Not expectations. I expect to do this. Mm-hmm. You, you have agreements, whether it's with your schedule or what your performance mm-hmm. is and things like that. And, uh, and so that I tend to lean towards making an agreement. So if, if I'm, if I feel disrespectful, I'm disrespected and this person may not believe that they disrespected me. I don't make it about what their belief is. I make it about what my expectations are and what, and can we agree that we can speak in the office or in a certain way? Because this is what I tell them. I say, listen, I always respect everyone. I respect you. And I return. I I require the same in return. Absolutely. That's it. So no, where no. you go from there, that's up to you. Yeah. And I'm not telling you how to be with other people or or change your life. Just speak to me. I will take the the, the criticism, but there's a difference between criticism and abuse in yeah. whatever way you want to call it. Yeah. And and it's just one of those things that are important to me personally that I, I don't that no, I won't let, no, and I won't say it in the in the you know. In the like middle of right the there in a restaurant in a rush or whatever, but I will not leave and let that, you know, pass. No, I got you. So, but be, you know, number, number six, really, you know, hold to yourself, be specific and, and understand what it is that you, you want out of the whole, um, the, out of the, the, the job, the situation and, uh, and hold true to yourself. But it, it requires you to be, um, to have a, a broad view because you can hold true to yourself and it's like keeping it real. It goes bad, you yeah. know, like keeping you were the real. real. Goes wrong. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know, but the, the things that you've said are for someone that's very self enlightened. Like you're asking a lot of like, and you I think that you have to go into the hierarchy of the business mm-hmm. and like the mentality that you're telling me is the Marlin today, the mentality that of, of, of me at 21 working at, at a Flanagan's as a server for the first time is completely different than it is now. I, the, it's just, it's a, the, I wasn't as enlightened as I am now. Now I'm more soft. Now I understand all the, all the f- five other things you said before this were things that I developed over the years to get you to number six, whereas I definitely didn't have oh, that. No, that, that yeah, that's part of growth. I agree hundred percent. You're going to, he even has to grow. We all have to grow as people. Yeah. And, but what he, I think what you're trying to say earlier was as now, because as of now with that manager, he needs to let that off his chest because that's how he feels now. And at this point in his life, he's not going to go and be disrespected at all. So yeah. that's why he had to adjust a deal with the situation at the point in time. Yeah. I mean, and, and that's the, that's why we listen to this podcast. That's why we have this podcast. Yeah. It's all about growth. You know, it's all about learning a, a way to do things, communicate, to be, to, and that's the whole point. I don't, I don't know. I know that I didn't know any of these things yeah, that, yeah. you know, but we've dealt with difficult managers. And a lot of times we always think that you deal, you bring, you, you have force with force and this and that and you, you meet on and, and that's a mistake. That is a mistake yeah. because that is not where, where it comes from really, you know? So a lot of times when, when people are, are hard is because they are hiding the soft inside, not just hiding, but protecting the soft yeah. inside. 
And what you, you what you spoke about earlier is um is is really uncovering the 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 nuggets that they're not going to tell you what's going on with them. They're not mm-hmm. going to tell you that you know their wife's cheating on mm-hmm. them, and they're not going to tell you certain things. So you really have to be aware of of listening to those little things that oh I have pressure from the bank or the boss or I have to pay the bills and and you understand what's important to them and then you just be that or not that nah. you know but you don't you don't say like, you don't start screaming back and things like that because then you're going to lose like yeah. that girl that said fuck you you're going to lose <laughs> you don't have that you don't have that club in your bag you just don't <laughs> you know <laughs> the the bar, I remember um uh a, a manager once said to me, oh, if you don't do it, you're fired. And I said, wow, is that where you're going with it? You know, it's just like, just understand where, you, where you're elevating to because it gives you no no outs. No, you no. just, you pulled out the trump card too fast, man. I mean, that's... Yeah. It, you, I feel that a lot of that is a lack of education in that in that field. Like there's a lot of, there's not a lot of education on, on people handling or, or management at all. It's just here the numbers, get to the numbers. True. Right? There's zero. Hey, this is the finesse that you need to have to talk to a, a someone like, you know, and then there's so many different types of employees that you have to deal with. OK, like you have men that generally don't necessarily I'm not saying that fathers don't have to take care of the kids. But generally, I'm not worried about a, a guy not showing up for a shift because mm-hmm. if the if the wife if, if the mom if the kid's sick and he's got to go pick him up from school or something, it's a mom that's going to pick him up, not the guy. Yeah. But the mom is going to be the one that comes in and cleans up everything methodically, is going to be the most great with the the guests or whatever. So there's so many different dynamics, but nothing ever is ever taught to you how to do it. No, this is number. This the numbers need to be this way. You can't spend this much on this or this much on that. That's all we care about. However you get there, good good luck, which is ridiculous. It is ridiculous. And I think it's ridiculous the way that some owners or managers treat employees because they treat them as expendable when they really need them, you know? So I'm not saying you got to be a needy person, but you have to treat them in such a way that you understand that they're there to make your life a lot easier. Yeah, absolutely. But a lot of times you manifest that thing where you, you treat them in such a way that they're not making yourself, your, your life easier because you're treating them as such, you know? And, uh, and so I feel that, there are a handful of things that, you know, either volatile people or or controlling people are responding to. You know, if it is that your manager is a micromanager mm-hmm. or, you know, any any number of these things, it, it could be because that they don't feel that they're understood or they feel that things aren't going to get done or done the right way, mm-hmm. you know, or they're under pressure or they're powerless. So you need to open up your eyes and ears to uncover those triggers, just like you, mm. you know, you mentioned uh, before, because they're not, they're not going to tell you, mm. you know, w- what, what the problem is. So, you know, th- try to get them in casual conversation, because that's usually how you uncover these things, mm-hmm. you know, and, and not in a way, oh, oh how you doing today? Uh, you know, not, not in that mindless, just let them speak. Man. You know, let them speak and it's going to go, it's going to, we're going to talk about real soon the, uh, the tips on how to be likable and getting some of those, um, tips are also a way of getting people to open up and just 
they're not going to tell you their darkest secrets, but they're going to really reveal a lot of things that you can put two and two together. So any thoughts? I think, I think there, there are ins at like that are comfortable. I'm pretty sure you're going to go over it later, but like, you know, there's, it can't be like you just said, it can't be just you're, you're, Hey, you know, tell me about yourself, which some people are, can do, mm-hmm. but you have to kind of like, I'll give you, for instance, maybe you have somebody and like, he's got his phone out or she's got her phone out and they're, you know, they got a picture of their kids and go, Oh, it's, who's, is, is that, is that your family? Or, you know, you have to find a comfortable in where certain things that people want to open up about and people sure. generally want to open and gush about their kids, you know, or they want to open up and gush about the fancy car they have or whatever the case may be. And that's kind of like the end for you. Your to, point of for, relation. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And for let them to blossom into them telling you about them, because generally people don't want to listen to you. They want to for you to listen to them, mm-hmm. you sure. know, so and once you get that avenue, then I think that that is created a little bit of later on. It's a little more of a bridge of a comfort level of like, hey, now that we're a little more comfortable, I feel comfortable telling you, hey, you're doing this wrong. And then maybe me being a little more enlightened might be like be more accepting of of, of that uh, direction. But it's just finding that appropriate moment. Don't be waiting like, you know, we're super busy and trying True. to, like, yeah. you know, oh, here's your daughter. I mean, listen, <laughs> I'm busy, you know, doing shit here. Yeah, yeah. Don't, have, don't have fuel to flame, yeah, especially that, in the middle of the absolutely. mix. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. You, finding the appropriate um, moment is is key. Huge. Yeah. Mm. Um, so let's get into just a couple of tricks and tips of how to be likable sure. um, in general. Right? I'm, I'm, I'm likable, so I don't have to really worry about those things. It's just a part of me. Well, that's, <laughs> that's when you, you write those things down I and did. you quantify them and you relate them to people. You know? Well, I'll tell you the number I can't one. bottle this up and sell it in a book. It just came like this. I was packaged like this. No, I'll, t- I'll tell you the, the number one thing. The number one thing is... Which is so general. It's knowing how to smile. And I know it sounds ridiculous. And even like if you're walking in the and it's harder now with the whole COVID thing. But I find it that people even through the mask. Oh, yeah. They can see that Mm -hmm. you're smiling or they can see that you're uninterested. Mm -hmm. So learning. Body language is huge. I I see. So my my uh, my nephews, um, my niece and nephew are younger kids. One's like. Uh, four and another one's one and a, and they already know how to smile mm-hmm. like they're in the pictures and they're like they're smiling mm-hmm. and they know how to do it i'm like yo life already so much easier for you because i see all these other pictures of kids as they're you know getting older or whatever mm-hmm. and and they still don't have it i'm like listen you're gonna have to hurry this up <laughs> <laughs> depends on it your life depends on you not being shy in front of a phone, in front of a camera to just smile and be like, and then again, when you show up for an interview, it should be a big ass smile. This is me. Yeah. You know, there might be days that it might be a little less than this, but generally this is what we're shooting for. And yes. if you cannot figure that out, life is going to be real, real hard right off rep. So teach them how to smile. I well listen, teach, the, teach the listeners how to smile. Well, I don't. That's I would tell you that you definitely got to get in front of a mirror, <laughs> or in front of a camera on your phone, mm-hmm. and then look at yourself and go, "Hey, listen, everybody's not you know Angelina Jolie or Brad Pitt or whatever, but you got to be able to open up your mouth. Everybody's teeth aren't exactly perfect. And yeah, everybody, but you have to be able to show up and have that big ass smile and 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 go from there and 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 push forward but because everybody can't smile. No, like everyone, you, you no, gotta remember to. that. I mean, every it's not that they you you gotta people have their little niches. You know what I mean? So you you gotta, you gotta also you have to just like you said you have to you have to 
Go with your strengths. Yes. Okay, so it's it's universal that people are liked when they have a pleasant affect, Absolutely. aka a smile. Yes. Okay, so that is a fact. Now, the way that you smile, and I teach this to my daughter all the time because uh, when I take, I love photography, and when I take pictures of her, I I generally try to avoid not try to i generally avoid telling somebody just smile i take them through a progression yeah. right and so when I, I put the camera down I, I i tell her you smile with your eyes that's when it's a smile okay, okay? Mm-hmm. and it's a fact if, if someone see there's some dissonance if you just if you look at someone and they just you know create a smile with their mouth and not their eyes, they look nuts yeah, <laughs> and, and you recoil. But once the eyes start to wrinkle and the cheeks come yeah. up and you smile with your eyes, something happens and so you infect the other person with a dose of calm, a, a dose of, of, of euphoria almost. Yeah. And, and that is how you smile. Yeah. You smile with your eyes. And they drop their guard. Like, they drop almost, their guard, like, yeah. They're like, oh, this person's not going to attack me. They're not, here, they're, <laughs> they're not here to attack me. But that's like, I'm telling you, I don't, maybe I'm not the best person and I to describe it. But get to work on that. And then again, yeah. as, and with your kids is what I would say is for the most part. Because it's like, uh, I, I always find it that if you, you ever see these pictures with women that are dressed very provocatively, mm-hmm. none of them are ever really smiling. If you want, a smile is more for friendly. If, if you want to look sexy, none of these girls ever have a, a big ass smile when they're trying to be sexy. If you look at the pictures. So it, it just alleviates the situation. It relieves all norms and texture. Just big ass smile. Right off rip, you're 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 in a good position. Yeah, a smile changes everything. You can you could dag them, you could stab them, and then you smile, and they're like, oh, I kill people with that all the time. That's like my murder move. I'll murder you right to your face with a big old smile on my face. No, and that's the thing is, most people go, nah, you know, it it is what it is. You know, they're being nice. Exactly. Because everybody knows how hard it is to smile when you don't want to. It's like a chore. If you're not real happy and like you have a, a terrible table and then they're being awful to you and you still got to smile, you know, that's a struggle for me. You that's know? the eye roll. You hit him with the straight yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and, but, but that is also very powerful. When you're known to be a person that's pleasant and smile all the time and it's not there, it concerns yeah. people. Yeah, it does. So it you does. can use that yeah. as well. You it know. happens. That happens to me all a lot. Actually, people people know that. I mean, you've, you've been you've worked with me for many years. I have people come and be like, "Oh, what's wrong today, Danny?" <laughs> oh yeah, no, and it's a good thing to have. Honestly, yeah. it's happened to me too. I like if there's like, "Yo, what's wrong with you?" I go, "I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> no what to tell you." All right, so bottle it up and sell it, man. What what, what other tips can you tell people to be uh, likable? Um, listening, smiling is huge. Um. And as you're going to listen, you're, you're going to find yourself to be to have the correct answers and being more personable as a person as well. Let's let me interject. OK. Now, when listening is very important, uh, it's. It's interesting that when you listen, that's only half of it. You need to reflect in order to the person to understand, understand. Yeah. that you're mm-hmm. listening. So the trick that I have for you is to simply repeat the last three words that the person said. And at first, if you've never tried it, it feels awkward. But believe me, it, it, it relaxes them and it endears them to you or you to them. And it is so powerful. So practice the last three words in the person's sentence, and then they will continue 
because they feel they felt heard. Mm-hmm. So there is listening where you know your mouth's closed and then the 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 no, but I meant like real listening, like yeah, like exactly what you were just saying. So it's called you, active listening. Yeah. Right. So, but I wanted to clarify for 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 education purposes mm-hmm. what that actually means. Yeah. It's not just because you'll freak somebody out just sitting there listening. You will freak them out. They're like, "You're not listening." You're like, "I'm yeah. I'm I'm quiet. I'm sitting here because they don't understand that you're listening." Yeah. So repeating the last three words lets them know that you're listening, and they feel amazing because of that. So continue. What's my train of thought? No, I'm uh, no. <laughs> no um, personal as a person, um, th- um, smiling, uh, uh, listening. I, I always think when you hello when you come into the building, goodbye when you're leaving. Okay, yeah. like this is your place that you know basically the you know I work for you and to some extent, and you know I don't feel like necessarily I feel like they should say hello and goodbye to us, but they don't need to go out of their way to go. But when I go, when yeah, I, you know, I mean, if, if, only if I'm in front of you as I'm cool, leaving, or cool. yeah, as if they're in your visual light, line of sight. But remember, we're talking about being likable in general. Yeah, to everybody. Oh, okay, yeah, in general. Yeah, but what I would say is like. I, I would say I try to say hello and goodbye to everybody when I'm when I go into as as a server or whatever mm-hmm. at for management I do go out of my way to be like if I work the shift with that particular manager I'm be like hey have a great day and mm-hmm. I walk out the door mm-hmm. because I feel like it's a you know we started the day together and, and we're and we're leaving you might be there a little longer because again that's the other aspect of the stuff that we don't take into account there's a division between the 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 our classes yeah the servers make a lot more money per hour than a manager does oh we're out uh, yeah <laughs> we're gone. we walk out the door without any stress and then as much as nice as most of them are and their lives are better it, maybe that suits their lives better because for whatever reason and they it have causes a- it causes a rift it causes a rift on those days that that manager is going to be there 12 to 14 hours and making less per hour than than, than we do. But normally have benefits and it, it balances out. No, I understand. Out. I understand. But what I'm saying is it's a it's a subconscious resentment that that happens. I, I've seen it. I've oh, no, seen, it's real. It's yeah, real. They so, look at your cash out and they're yeah, like, oh, yeah. you made money. But it's not like I'm happy for you. You made money. It's like, damn, you made money. Like, yeah. Mm. Oh, I need it. Like, yeah, like, what am I doing? No, I should have. <laughs> no, well, not even just that. I should have gotten more out of you for this amount of money. Ooh. Yeah, that's what it. That's what the mentality is for them. I should have you. You should have, you know, polished that wall before those five minutes or whatever. <laughs> that, and, and, okay. that's, and so I'm not saying it's it's a deliberate. It's a, I think it's a subconscious thing and people just, it, it drudges up things that, you know, you're like, oh, that really bothers me. Mm. I had a really bad day and whatever. They don't realize the, the perks that they have and, mm-hmm. and that any moment they can pull our, the rug from underneath us and we have no control over that. That's yeah. really the, the, but so I, I just think that there's, you, you gotta be able to create a nice friendship to some degree where Absolutely. it's not overly friendly, mm-hmm. but friendly enough where we, we're both in this together. And the goal, we have different a goals. A working friendship. Yeah, a working friendship. Yeah, And then a manager and a server have different goals. Yeah. But they need to both be try to get in the middle where both of them understand that both of them are, are symbiotic. That we both need to do, we need to, you, I need to do my thing and you need to do your thing for this thing to work out. Oh, for sure. And and, and so, so the manager needs to forget about that the server makes that amount of money. And then the, the server needs to forget that, uh, what does the server need to forget? The server would need to forget that, that the, it's not personal. That the manager yeah, needs more. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. That, that's the first thing. Absolutely. Yeah, it, it's not personal for most of the time. It's it's a business. You have to remember that it's a business, and at the same time, um, that it has to flow a certain way. And then that's pretty much it. 
Yeah. And you, you can tell like you can tell the people, the, the servers that take the thing serious and are, are in that kind of agreement that I, I was always told, like, look, the restaurant provides the pays the rent, pays your salary, uh, pays everything to be done. And you come in here and your job is to work in that thing and just make sure you leave it clean when you mm-hmm. leave. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, and, and that's the, 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 you rent your barber chair. Exactly. exactly. And then, <laughs> absolutely. And then the people that take care of that chair or take care of whatever and do it, the, the, the management sees it, mm-hmm. you know, or you would hope that they see it, you know? And then, because I can tell, like when I walk into the building, Oh, this guy really cares. And this guy, I don't give a shit. You yeah. know, you can walk right. I don't need, I don't need, I don't need more than a day to, to see that. Maybe once in a while, maybe this particular person had a bad day on day one. But chances are that's not true. The ones that are always good are always good. The ones that are shitty are shitty. Yeah, that goes along with the the section of really understanding what your part in, in the role is if, if a manager is challenging you. No. Yeah. All right. So we're going to close out now with, uh, we, we had the uh, reflecting. Mm-hmm. Uh, Omar brought up the smiles and there's uh, the, the mirror technique okay. uh, when you're, you know, on a date or with someone or in the presence of someone, you, you mirror their, their posture, mannerisms, okay. body language. Okay. If they lean back, you lean back. If they, you know, cross their arms, you cross their arms. It, again, it's another thing that that feels awkward. You, you feel like you're parroting, but it puts some on a, in a, on a subconscious level, they feel like this person's the same. And we like people that are, are the same with us that are symbiotic. And it, it's a, it's a, it's a delicate way of, uh, of massaging someone's, um, that has their guard up or hasn't made their opinions of you mm-hmm. yet. But let me tell you, it works. Now, Danny, I don't know if I ever told you that I I wrote a book years ago. Really? And it's about, I never had the balls to publish it because my dad read it and and he's like, you can't publish this. And it's really about um, how to, how to hook up. Okay. Right? But not hook up. Why don't you publish it? Not hook up in a way that, no, it's not happening. It's like good music. Yeah, you gotta just throw it out there when it's time. It's not happening. (laughs) Don't be afraid. It could be timeless. It's not happening. I want to read the book. It's not. Let me check it out. Happening. Don't be afraid. Listen, <laughs> this thing is. It's. It. It gets down to the nitty gritty because it's. It's really. It's not a flattering thing, but it, it comes from me um, studying psychology, and learning, and all that stuff. So when, and I say this as an example, right? So when I would meet someone, I would gauge what their interest is. You know, what their their body language to me is, what the, you know, how mm-hmm. they're responding to me. And I would, in my mind, do what's called turning them, you know. So if you imagine that they're standing and when you don't necessarily are aligned with someone or trust them, you kind of give them the, the angle, mm-hmm. you know, like the shoulders towards you and they're not, you know, totally parallel to you. So I would step in front of them in a way that we are parallel and then I'll step back. And if someone mirrors, unconsciously mirrors your movements, you got them. They you like pro- you. You made progress. Yes, they like you. So there's all these different ways of of interacting with people that they have no idea that they're doing, that they're responding to, but you do and you have the advantage. So mirroring is an amazing technique that, you know, the tilt of the head, if their head's tilted, or if they're, you know, if they're standing a certain way, even like the angles in which they stand or where they choose to stand. And I'll package some of this up and kind of make a show out of it. 
but mirroring is very, very, you can't do it all the time throughout your conversation because they're going to know that something's off, yeah. but you do it for like uh, 30 seconds or mm-hmm. a minute or whatever and do it and then come back to me and tell me what you think because then you will notice that, you know, take it in people. Guards drop and things like that. I'm going to steal the book and we're going to put it out there. <laughs> <laughs> it's in this office, but I won't Uh-oh. tell you where it is. The so next- they're looking, lock and key. Up <laughs> <laughs> I didn't publish it, so it's not in book form, but it's in, it's bound and everything. Yeah. And uh, it's, it's, it's a little bit of uh, plutonium there. Uh, the next, uh, the next thing, trick, tip, whatever you want to call it, is framing. It's a way of helping the person to feel that they're being understood. So you went from actively listening to responding. So before you say your retort, like let's say we're having a conversation, okay? And then I would say, before I get in and say, well, blah, 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 I say, so what you're saying is, and then I will frame it. And there's two ways to 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 use that framing. Okay, you can use the frame to just straight up tell you know reflect and say, hey, I understand what you're saying. Or you can use the frame by having them refute what you're saying. Like you kind of like let's say you're saying like, oh, this office is uh, is gray, and then I will say, and by the way, the office is gray, and I would say, so what you're saying, the office is blue, and then you will say, no, it's not blue, and then you will elaborate. Okay. So framing could be used in one of those two ways, but it gets that person to open up more. In the second example, and in the first example, it, it, it teaches you, it, it, it puts them at ease that, hey, we're on the same page. I understand what they're saying. And you have a much better flow to the conversation and before you, you say that one, I didn't know that one I haven't used. Cause I think all the, the stuff that you, obviously you're well more educated than this and I am at very little in psychology, but a lot of the things that you say I've done on my own without a lot of tutelage, I've come about it. But this last part, I have not, I have not. Now all I've of this, it. the reason why I asked Danny, is he said he claims to be a, a likable person and he is right. <laughs> I claims. <laughs> no, not There's like rumor. not claim rumor. as far as, but, but all of these things you probably do instinctively and yes. don't know. So we're teaching you to do them consciously. Oh, okay. Yeah. You know, I like, like my instincts. I just kind of ride the wave, you know, that's me. right. But, but <laughs> yeah, likable yeah, yeah, yeah. people, but you want to be able to teach what you have. <laughs> exactly. You want to do things on purpose. Like, you know, it, it, because you do listen, you do reflect, but you don't know that you're doing it. You do use the body language. You do lean in, you do subconsciously. We do all of these things, but if you do them consciously, you're that much more powerful. And then we're going to wrap it up with the last two. We're going to find, um, commonality, Right. So whether it's your boss or someone, you 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 open things up, you know, you just say things. And if they don't really pick up on it, you move on, you know, whether it's uh, about cars. And then he's like, hey, I have a 57 vet. And you say, oh, my gosh, you know, my dad or whatever that commonality is. We tend to like people who who share our interests, share our interests. Yeah, Mm -hmm. we we have things in common. Mm -hmm. So find something in common. But the minute it doesn't, it's not something in common. Like you, you, you throw out, you know, um, UFC and he's like, I hate sports. And you're just like, my dad hates sports. And that's something you have in common. You know, you just pivot off of that. Yeah, we'll already find something. You, you can, you can find something and, and that will raise it. And, uh, and the last one is that we like people who like us. 
And this is a challenging one for a lot of people to do is to admit that they like someone. So you just admit that you like something about that person, mm-hmm. you know, and it, 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 yes, it is a compliment, but you know what? Those go a long way too. Mm. And, and we have this fear that, you know, we put ourselves out there and we may not be liked. So then we hold back our expression of like, mm-hmm. but if some, if you, say, you know, hey, I like that about you. I like your energy. I like your vibration or whatever the case may be. They're like, oh my gosh, Mm. you know? And then they relax and they, in turn, liking you. And all you did was sincerely, and all of this, you need to be sincere because people can spot a fake. Yeah, they're gauging. They they, they, they can see the bull. Yeah, don't don't use this and not be wanting to like and learn and understand someone because then it's going to blow up in your face. But don't be afraid to like something about someone. Absolutely. Don't just say, you know, hey, you know, you have nice tits or something yeah. like that, you know. <laughs> don't, don't start with that? No, don't That's start with that. No, <laughs> never, like never. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> so definitely be real, be transparent, be yourself. Uh, I, I find it that there's like, well, like, especially between men and women, like men don't really we're not very complimentary each other as often as we should be. Mm-hmm. Whereas women are like the complete opposite, which is it could be the most trivial thing and they're overly excited about True. where it's like, Oh my God, where did you get those? <laughs> like, they're like croc sandals or something. Like, Relax. <laughs> but so I feel like there should be like a middle between both of the sexes. Where, no, where there like, shouldn't. No, no. Why would what? there be? That's men and women. That's the difference. No, but no, but, we, no, but what I mean is we should, we should be more open. Hey, you look nice in that shirt or, Hey, I mean, if look, they're your boy, yeah, but I mean, no, not just some I, random no, people. No, not, well, no, but what I'm saying to you is like, even in, management we should be able to find it uh, again it can't be i'm not gonna go up to one of the oh my god look how amazing <laughs> but, but girls do that to girls they don't know is what i'm saying see oh, i would yeah, never yeah, do that no. okay you know they'll be like your shoes or your you know no no and that's normal see that's the difference between a man and a woman we're not doing that no okay no i guess no i got we're not doing it but what i'm saying is happy having to find a little bit of where like they tone it down a little bit and we kind of tone it up and we go but we try it a little bit harder because i find that that's the big a lot of the issues is that we can't. We only. We're only going to confront each other when it's a, a problem. True. Whereas women now they've gotten a lot of that flip flop and how cute this is and that and now they're a little more. They're apt to try to like resolve their issues a little more calmly. Whereas again, we let shit boil over until the first thing that I tell. Marlon's like, oh, you, you pissed me off about this. It wasn't like, hey, you had a nice shirt today. Oh, those are, is that a new, what'd you get, a new car? I don't know. Whatever the trivial things are. If you don't want me, I know you want to close it up here. No, no, I want to tell ahead. you a quick story, but from a, a, a management aspect of it and how people could have easily won me over just because of this one thing. And I, I was very, I would say very micromanaging. Mm-hmm. I was just, everything had to be in the right spot or this kind thing. So for the longest okay, time. Okay, so let, let, let me, let me understand. So you're, you're self-admitted Correct. micromanager? Correct. Is it that you micromanage or was it that you were particular? I believe that I, I think it's both. I think okay, that okay. I would love to tell you that I wasn't a micromanager. Okay, okay. Because I just felt like every opportunity that I allowed you to do something that I didn't want done that way. Mm-hmm. I was allowing that for that behavior. So I said, I said no, I, I had to tell you, hey, this, this, let's say for the reason you mentioned that the manager told you to put coasters down. Mm-hmm. If I let you put down, walk away without putting a coaster that one time, I'm allow. he saw me, you saw me, and mm-hmm. I allowed you to do it. So if you don't say, now, I'm not going to be like, 
maybe that manager might have been a dick and like, hey, hey stop you from what you're doing later on. I'm like, hey, by the way, just make sure you're putting coasters down on every table. You know, mm-hmm. that's the way to because if you walk away from that situation. that So what, what happened was I I despise thirst. OK, so do you know what a stir stick is? Yes. A stir stick in the, in the restaurant business is really a, what it's, now, useless. it's it's well, it, it was meant to stir drinks. In like rock drinks, and so if you get a a, a vodka soda, mm-hmm. you can use a little thing to stir the drink. So if it got diluted too much, and you know mm-hmm. you remix it. But what happened was people didn't even know what, that that thing was just some company that created that that thing. It used to be just to stir coffee. But how can we sell more fucking straws? You know we're gonna send them into the bars. Now what happened was people get something and they don't know how to use it, and then they just grab the the little thing and now like what am I supposed to do with this so I'm like I'm gonna start drinking out of it but I mean it's a tiny ass fucking straw yeah you can't get any liquid out of it, right so now you need to give them two <laughs> yep so now you went from not needing anything to yeah. now needing two of that thing you don't need so now you're like okay now I have two of them so now what do I do with it so now you know uh people started drinking out of generally became women like oh I like doing it because it doesn't get lipstick on my like on my drink or their lipstick doesn't come off so it would drive me crazy because what would happen was nobody would use those stupid stir sticks they would throw them into those three compartment sinks and they would clog up the sinks Mm. all the time unnecessarily so i had this campaign going basically which was uh uh, what is it one's classy and two's trashy because they kept putting (laughs) they kept putting those straws and i I couldn't i i was begging them i go guys listen i know you're used to putting two but please just put one. I go, they're going into the oceans. This was before the whole straw thing okay. became a big thing. And now basically, I told you, they yeah. were going to get rid of them shits if you didn't stop fucking around with there. But sure enough, they would they would throw it out. And all I wanted was for one of them to take the initiative to be like, yo, I'm going to convince one other person to to do that. And I would have loved them for that. They would have gotten away with murder. <laughs> whatever you want. You don't show up for a week. Consider it done. But it's just so many, like, I literally told them, guys, this is what I want. And sometimes it doesn't matter even if you're very specific to people and tell them, this is what I want. They still go, oh, what, what is it that he want? I go, no, I told you. So That's the that's intelligence what, test we talked about, yeah. is knowing that that's the, that's the thing that you had that was very important to you. And you even told them. I told them and they still wouldn't listen. One's classy, two's trashy. I made up, I would do anything to, <laughs> to just, I, I would like hide them. I would only put couples. It wasn't about the money. It was about like, I didn't care. They didn't have like a budget for that stupid thing. It was just like, I was just, listen, it's unnecessary and I don't want it anymore. And then and, and still, and again, I would ask nice, nice, but that's the whole story. That's, that's, that, that's that, that was just funny. one of his two. I love that's it. That's one of his two. I, I love it too. That's wow. I, I did not pick you for a micromanager. And the reason why I asked was because I'm I'm not even sure if we're all in agreement what a micromanager yeah, is. You know what I mean? Because a manager has to literally direct, you know, but the way in which they direct is, I get it. I, so I, I would, if there's times that you get, like, like I was telling earlier, you can walk, when the general manager walked out of the building, the, the, the whole dynamic changed. It also works the same way when you walk right into the building. Mm-hmm. When you walk right into the building, all of a sudden, everybody just starts doing things a, a lot differently. And it's because that's what bothered me. It was like, oh, you motherfuckers know what you're doing. So it's not like they didn't. I like It's like I knew the moment I walked out the door, their dynam- that dynamic changed. So it's not like it was like you didn't know what you were doing. And now, no, it's you knew what you're doing. You just choose not to do it when I'm not there, which really, you know, it really that, hurts your feelings. That's a whole other show because um, yeah, yeah. you you gotta you have to have as a manager 
um, a higher level than macro manager yeah. to be able to implement things that are going to run when you're not there. Oh, no, no. Listen, I, it, it's it's like, uh, you know, it's a whole different show. But yeah, like even making things like I just like to make things efficient. Like, you know, I used to put step ladders. Everybody was shorter. Like all the, you know, mm-hmm. it was like, you know, female waitresses or whatever. And they're like five feet. Mm-hmm. If you're lucky. And then I would just put they would just come and get me. Hey, Omar, can you can you get this for me up here? Can you get this for me? I'm like. <laughs> All right, because you want to be nice and friendly. So I grabbed the things off the ledges. I grabbed it. And then one day I was like, no more. I go, I, I don't have enough time in the day for the stuff that I was doing. So I bought step ladders for the entire restaurant. I put them everywhere. You know that they still, hey, Omar, can you grab me the step ladder? <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, can you still, and they were still asking. I go, one day I got mad. I go up there and, I, and I'm running around I'm doing Cisco. I'm doing that. I'm on the phone. I grabbed the little thing off the, uh, off the top. I, and, and, and she's like, oh, can you grab that, that pot for me? I hand it to her. And then she says, I go, you know what? I, I go, Omar, you're so much closer to doing that. I go, you know what? You're absolutely right. I go, moving forward, if you need to grab off anything off a ledge, you come and get me. I don't want you to even hesitate. <laughs> but if there's anything on the ground, I am never picking it up. <laughs> never picking it up. I'm coming for you. <laughs> never again. They that is the best <laughs> outlook ever. Yeah. It. Love it, love it, love it. I'm going to use that, man. Thank you so much, Omar, for joining us. Well, thank the you, man. For thank me. you for coming back. Oh, My thank man. Thank you so much. It was awesome. It was awesome. I thank you out there for tuning in. And uh, we do this for you each and every week. We're working hard for you if you, you uh, appreciate our show. Do consider uh, giving us a review. And uh, do consider telling uh, your friends about it. You listened to the Modern Waiter podcast, and it was pretty cool. I'm Marlon Joseph, the Modern Waiter. <laughs> I'm Dave DeVille. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. Tell them, tell them where to catch us at, Marlon, and then we'll uh, we'll give them the peace out. I always do this all messed up backwards, and we have to edit it, but I'm going to try it anyway in a flawless <laughs> way. On the Instagram, I'm the Modern Waiter podcast. On Gmail, I'm Modern Waiter. The Modern Waiter at gmail.com. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, almost there. I'll see you next time. Get it. I'm going to write it in his notes. Later. Peace later. Bye, I should write it down. <laughs> <laughs>